everybody. Hope you had a good break from us. We didn't have a good break from you. We missed you like fucking crazy. But here we are. Yeah. This is featuring Jeff Goldblum, featuring me, Mr. Tyler Armstrong. And featuring me, Mr. Austin Armstrong. And featuring Natalie Hewitt. That's Natalie. Janine's busy doing some shit that she thinks is more important than this, and it's not, but, yep. you know, yep. it's neither here nor there. Yeah, screw it. Well, it's there. It's <laughs> yeah. clearly there because it's not here. Yeah, it's there. It's I'm, not here. I'm sure she's having a lovely time. Yeah. Oh, she's yeah. No one said it wasn't going to be lovely, but it's not more important. Anyway, Natalie, we're glad, great to have you today. We're glad to have you we're today. We're glad to have you on. It's kind of my thing to like That's mispronounce so everything. I'm glad to have you too. Oh, we're all glad. What a glad day it's been. She was an easy guest to get. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she does really live in the studio. Minute. Really last minute. <laughs> I do say no a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. true. She's one of the harder guests to get. <laughs> yeah. Living, living right next to the studio makes it difficult because she hears every episode whether she wants to or not. Uh, I don't know that that's true. Well, I think she's, she has pretty good headphones. Yeah. Do you think you keep secrets? Oh, no, of course not. I'm sure you hear all about it after. Mm. But you don't have to listen to it mm. while it's going on. Somewhat. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, when I sleep, I rebroadcast. Yeah, you're like, I just open my mouth right, and the whole podcast just day. comes right back out again. So <laughs> you're just talking Kinder news in your sleep. Yeah, but I'm trying to get an FM channel set up in the room so we can have like a 24 hour Jeff Goldblum network going. Just loops. Yeah, all the time. Just when I sleep, when I wake, we do like reruns. <clears throat> I mean, it'd be good if we just played the 50 hour, 40 hours of content. Yeah, so. it's uh, actually, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 40 tonight. <laughs> Woo! Woo! We made it 40 episodes, 40, guys. 40 plus hours. Some of, of you stuff. are still listening after 40 episodes. We have done an entire work week. Wow. Yeah. One work week. All that content. There's been good. There's been bad, mm-hmm. but all around it's been, you know, fun. I never used to use all those, so I thought I'd use them all at once. Yeah, it's a good one. The laughter one goes on forever, though. Well, because it's the live studio audience tonight for the 40th episode. Yeah, well, they need to shut the fuck up, because I got a lot to talk about today. Well, they did. Whew, thank you, audience. Sorry about that. Didn't mean to get all aggro there. What? Did you have something to say? Oh, they like that. <laughs> I, I was just—they love couple banter. I was just gonna say it seems to be two girls in the back, just that are a bit of a fangirl type feel, and they're just laughing because they're really uncomfortable and they're just giddy. That could be true. Audience, is that guys. true? They have a crush on you yep. guys. Yeah, yeah that's, that's more people though. Yep. yep. Right. Yeah, suddenly got a lot bigger. Awkward, uncomfortable. I have a crush on you. Laugh, and I don't know how to shut up. Thing. Hmm. I love that laugh. Cause I'm like, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Getting them all in tonight. <laughs> all right, guys, we got a lot of news. Uh, y- you want to hear the greatest hits real quick? Because we took two weeks off, and in those two weeks, tons of shit happened. Yeah, sure. First off, they freed Britney. Oh, she's it's completely free. No free. longer part of the conservatorship. She's officially a hundred percent free. Good for her. Cheers, cheers to Britney. Huh? Cheers to Britney, cheers everybody. To Britney. Hey, we no did more it. Forced medications. Mm-hmm. We Woo-hoo. did it. Yeah, that was a horrific documentary. Oh my god, was she was going through some stuff. But yeah, first news: Britney is free. Second news: Sexiest Man Alive was announced by People Magazine. Do you know who it was? It's not GQ. Who doesn't anymore? Was it Ant Man again? Again? What do you mean? It's only Paul once Rudd? a year. That's that's right, though. 
Paul she Rudd. gave it away. But Paul Rudd was the sexiest man of the year in really? 2021. Oh. And so uh, I was going to find a clip of Paul Rudd talking about it, but I actually found a clip uh, of Ryan Reynolds, who came on in place of Will Ferrell about his new TV show, uh, The Shrink Next Door. Will Ferrell and Paul Rudd are doing a new show on Apple TV. It's pretty entertaining. Not as funny as you'd think. A little more like dramedy. Mm-hmm. But it's good. But Ryan Reynolds took the place on the late night show with Seth Meyers to talk about this. And they, of course, get into the topic of Paul Rudd. So let me give you a quick clip about Ryan Reynolds talking about Paul Rudd's okay. Sexiest Man Alive nomination. Here we go. Well, uh, Paul Rudd. Uh, I mean, this is great. You actually did. This you, is yes, Paul Rudd. He was yeah. the sexiest. I was, was going to show this to Will, alive. but I'll show it to you. No, that's fine. I'm happy for for Paul because right. yay, he's possibly the nicest human being in all of show business. Mm-hmm. Um, he's aging backwards because of his contract with Satan, and um, <laughs> or he only drinks breast milk from a blue whale or something. <laughs> he does something the point is, he does something weird. Yes, of course. But, but, uh, yeah. And I want in. No, I we do. To, we I all do. Really we all want to, in whatever he's doing. Benjamin yeah. Button's this this life. If we uh, but yeah. let's say the, the shrink next door. You, do you have really? We don't care about the shrink next door. Already did that part, but I, you know, I like that. So Ryan Reynolds yeah. came on talk. But yes, Paul Rudd, uh, sexiest man alive. His his little photo shoot was very playful and funny and weirdly sexy. But it's him like not being able to keep a straight face while he's like mostly naked with like books covering himself and things. But he's like has this goofy ass like fucking I face on. I cannot see him ser- taking that seriously no, at all. No, he couldn't at all. And they keep telling him like he has to do his magazine shoots and things. And then his wife is interviewed where she's like, it should have been Keanu Reeves. So funny. <laughs> Just so funny. Which... Uh, I can't believe we saw that trailer today. There's another Matrix coming out. There's another Matrix coming out. Did you know that? Wow. Did it, how did the last one With even Keanu? end? Uh, basically, as a Jesus thing, he you he know, dies. Yeah, they, he no 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 it it he gets returned to the Matrix. It's, it's so the robots a, win. It's a stalemate of sorts, and it it has a real religious feel to it where he floats back on all these robots and he's like got his arms out like he's on a cross and he's all flippity flopping which makes sense because they made the new one they made the new one called reincarnation so it is a jesus thing yeah they're doing like a robot jesus thing i loved the third movie all up until the end where i realized it was religious and i was like oh i really only remember like barely the first one the first one because the second one had the twins though right the blonde twins that like phase in and out like terminator style i don't know I i feel like all the weird shit happened in number three and Maybe. when I say weird shit, I mean stuff how many that are there? Didn't this is four now. Really this would be number four. Wow, I didn't even know there's a three. Neil Patrick Harris is in number four <laughs> hmm. as as his therapist. Okay, I yeah, could, I could see that. Keanu's as a role. therapist. Yeah, well, I, I mean, we saw like a five second clip of it. That's all. That's the whole trailer. It was five? No, seconds? no, 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 no. It like, was probably thirty five seconds. Okay, of Neil Patrick Harris. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. So it could be. Hi, this is my therapist for. I hope Neil Patrick Harris is the guy who changes faces in the suit every time. Agent or whatever. Yeah, agent. What's his his name? Babe. You're welcome. Uh, His name is Agent Smith, and he actually doesn't. He have some kind of 
phobia? No, 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 no. Mm. He malfunctions because he develops emotions trying so hard to catch Neil. Hmm. Neo, sorry, Neo. Neo. I was like, Neo Patrick Harris is yeah, now right, right? Neo? I, yeah. No, I remember Neo he... Patrick Harris. Reboot. It's Neo yeah. Patrick Harris. <laughs> I think I can't wait for the was... Neo Patrick Harris reboot. How I Met Your you, Agent. I mean, what would be the right word? I think he, <laughs> his program might have been decommissioned or something because he started to to have individuality because he was really, really mad. And he's not, he's like robot type he, of guy. Well, he's right? part of the Matrix, he's right? He's yeah. like code. Yeah. As we all are, according to the Matrix. No, we're all batteries being sucked up by by the robot code. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sounds about right. I feel like that every time I wake up (laughs) in the morning to go to work, I just feel like a robot being sucked up by the by the Matrix code. When I drink coffee, and then I just yeah. Sometimes I wonder if hooking you up to a car battery would be helpful because you don't look so good. Oh, thanks. (laughs) This is a podcast. They don't know what I look like. He could have said anything. Yeah. I could be a super, I could be sexiest man alive 2022 for all we know. Yeah. I thought your name was Paul. Audience, don't you think so? Yeah. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. I mean, there's a lot of shuffling and grunting. Oh, you mean just the morning routine? Whining. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. But I'm dramatic. I'm an actor. Yeah. I did the same thing in the morning. I get up and I'm like, God. Damn it! Yeah. Every step down the stairs, I'm like, oh. Uh, a lot of mm, farting, ew. too. Yeah. There's a whole lot of farting. Oh, to go back my up God. The, stairs. the minute you become vertical, there's so much gas that comes out of you. Hey, that's normal. Well, yeah, you gotta build it up. <laughs> You've been laying down all day, all night, and then you stand up, and it's like, oh, gotta go somewhere. Down. Yeah. You should be happy. It's not like all in bed at night, because our covers would be up here. Yeah. All the time, just yeah. floating you, above you the bed. You have a mask to put up in the bed. <laughs> I'm off to work. Sit your tail, sit your tail. Starboard side, the starboard side. Well, you guys are walking cartoon characters, so I have cartoon type things in my head of yeah. sticking you up to a car battery yeah. and seeing what would happen. Oh, man, that's horrific. So, there's, there's more <laughs> big news, really guys. Bad. There's more big news that happened in the last two weeks. You guys remember uh, Fred Durst and Limp Bizkit? Oh, hell yeah. They're back. I heard about this. Yeah, yeah Limp Bizkit has made his first album in 10. Expectations are low. For, well, they should be. <laughs> yeah. It's Limp Bizkit. But yeah. also, he entitled his new album in 10 years, Still Sucks yeah. by Limp Bizkit. Yep. But That's funny. I, I do have a song for you. Oh, they have a preview? They have a preview of their song. It's called Dad Vibes. Oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, it's getting better. Are you ready for this? Limp Bizkit's first song in 10 years, everybody. Well, I mean, the new album. This is Dad Vibes by Limp Bizkit. Still got that heavy guitar. Oh yeah, new metal and you metal. Nice. Check out your dad with the swag on the floor. Mama going brag when I walk in the door. Oh, you ain't never seen a gorilla in the mist. Walk the line so fine with a blindfold. Keep in mind though, hot dad riding in on a rhino. Got the rule on the rack with the dad vibes. Now everybody bounce with the franchise. Come on. Can't live with him. Would not be complete without the la-di-da. Oh, yeah. There's just certain things that he just, of course, couldn't get rid of. Yeah. 
I don't know. I'll, I'll definitely probably listen to the whole album. Well, yeah, you kind of have to, yeah. right? It's. I mean, it sounds like Old Limbiscuit. There's probably like two songs that I actually like a lot. It, it sounds like he started right where he left off, though, because you guys remember his old album. It was like everybody break shit. Oh, yeah. And don't look at me. Break shit. Uh, rolling. Yeah, it was uh, something about a cookie. It's all about the... Uh, nookie. Nookie. So yeah. you could take that cookie and shove it up your... Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. yeah, the thing about Limbiscuit though, familiar. you remember, you still, to this day, like, even though you haven't listened to it in God knows how long, remember, like, three, four, five of, like, the songs, because they just, they were so different. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very different thing. And now he's a dad. Mm. And his lyrics even really taken that into account. Hot dad riding in a rhino. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand it. It's mm. much, it's much different than it used to be. He's not singing about nookie and cookies and sticking them in places I'm, that they shouldn't be. I'm wondering be. if his lyrics are going to get shredded on social media. Oh, I'm sure. He's going to get ripped to pieces. Then he's was... limp- He got ripped to pieces the first time around. He's <laughs> never been popular for good reasons. Yeah, mm. And he will continue to not be popular for good reasons. But, I mean, as Trump has shown, that works. Yeah, you get, I mean, any publicity is good publicity, right? Yeah. At a certain point. I mean, when you name your hit album... Chocolate starfish in the hot dog flavored water. And your newest album is still sucks. Yeah. He knows he knows what he's <laughs> he going know, for. He knows it's he a knows how to brand. Band. I yeah. realize this is a podcast and no one can actually see my face while you guys talk, no, but it's, it's I feel like scale. it's very emotional on my face right now and I don't know how to speak it. I can speak it for you. Yeah, it's pretty close ish right yeah i mean that's mm. as far as how she feels about the music Mm-mm. maybe it's more of like a <laughs> no that sounds I, like limp biscuit again uh, <laughs> yeah a little bit right? yeah that that sounded like a tribute i don't have that it, it's okay you can stop trying i've got one for you he never stops trying i know yeah that's a lot closer yeah i thought so yeah. We can keep that one rolling for a minute. When you guys are talking passionately about music, that's in my head as I kind of look at you with sadness. Yeah, passionately about Limp Bizkit. Yeah, yeah. That was, that, this is, this is good. That was a good hit. That was good music in quotes. Mm-hmm, Nobody could see mm-hmm, that, but. Mm-hmm. Good job, guys. Keep going. You ever, uh. Oh, no. You ever, I've got, i got something that fits <laughs> this music. You ever, like, I've been working on this, uh, young lady's car recently, and she's from Chile. And you know when you think, like, I can speak pretty good Spanish. You're like, I'm pretty good. I can get by. And then you speak to someone who, like, you see how good they are at English versus how good you are at Spanish. You're like, I suck at yeah. Spanish. I yeah. suck. And they just have this kind of... Oh, she was like, so sweet. Their she... eyes kind of get wide as they try to understand you, but they don't want to tell you that you make no sense. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I... And I, they just kind of usually. I usually she, was, she said my Spanish was really good, and I was like... She's like, no, she's like, most people don't, like, get sentences put together correctly. She's like, you're actually saying things that you just sound like you're reading a dictionary when you talk. She's like, just your dialect is terrible because you don't have any of the slang, none of the that. So it's like, oh. hello, hi, how are you? I am Austin Armstrong. I heard the opposite when I went to Japan. Really? Because I didn't learn from a classroom. I taught myself. Oh, yeah. So you mostly- have your own... Like I, I Technique. literally, there was a Japanese for dummies book, a Japanese dictionary, and mostly just watching lots and lots and lots of anime. That probably helps a lot. And I had multiple people tell me that I didn't sound like a normal tourist in the way that I, 
I, dictionary was a word probably, that was used. Probably probably listening like the anime too, listening to it and hearing their I sounded tone, more natural, like their tonality and how they approach it helps a lot. Slang. Yeah, that's like even Spanish. There's certain like phrases I can say super fast with slang, and they're like, "Whoa, this guy speaks Spanish." And then I'm like, "That's all I got, though." (laughs) That happened to me in Greece. I would say one sentence, and then they'd start talking to me (laughs) fluently, and I would just be like, "That's all I got." Yeah. (laughs) Where you start with like, "Man, I got so drunk last night, I could barely survive," and they're like, "Uh, "This guy speaks my language," and like, "And uh, where's the biblioteca?" (laughs) Yeah. Shit. It's so it's such a fun game though to play where you're like one person one person, you know, maybe speaks English, one person speaks Spanish, let's say. And you're both like needing to help each other stumble through Piecing like it certain together, parts. And you're like lines. you're both like, Yeah, we did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's and, and, and then you get to tell them all the weird things. Cause like in Spanish to say like I got super drunk last night has some like weird it's it's basically like saying like, Oh, I like threw this random animal into a thing. Whereas in English it's like I got tossed and that would not translate yeah. in other languages. <laughs> you know, like the slang terms in other languages are fascinating because they don't translate yeah, whatsoever. Like, uh, the Hispanic guy I worked with at uh, the weld shop. He'd always be like, Quieres chupar? And I'd be like, What? And it basically means like, Do you want to suck? Yeah. And Ch- it's like, Chupar to go, is it, to suck. And mm. it's like, And he's basically like, No, it means like, Do you want to go get a beer? Like, Do you want to go drink? Suck a beer. Yeah, suck a beer. Uh, chidori ashi in Japanese is basically it's something that you say when a person is drunk and they can't walk straight down the street. No, oh, nice. It's, yeah, yeah. It literally is. It's like shit show. Uh, it's street legs is what it translates street to, legs. but not, yeah, translate not differently in, out not here. in yeah. the hooking sense in the, I've had street too much legs. to drink sense. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's all street legs. <laughs> Walk in the beat. Oh, anyways, you have news. You're looking, I got more news, more. but since we did that music, I'll do a quick corrections corner from a guest. Oh, oh there's good. a guest corrections corner. Are you ready? Uh, a guest corrected us. Yes. Oh, as they always do. Yeah. That's usually the case. Are you guys ready? Yeah, I here guess, we go. I guess. Can we? Who, do we know who the guest is? Yes. Um, it doesn't matter. But it's it's from the episode uh, we did with Ryan, where we talk about the oh, industry. Oh, the episode I wasn't there. Yeah, you weren't here for this one. Yes. Uh, but we talked a lot about statistics, uh, or at least we seem to know our statistics about uh, the Jewish actor demographic represent- representation in Hollywood. And uh, the numbers didn't sound so real, and it turns out after some research, uh, it's very hard to determine those numbers at all. Also, sounded a little bit racy at certain points. Uh, Janine even mentioned the episode I might have used a hard J, which this, uh, thank you, by the way, uh, author, I did not use the hard J in in, uh, Jewish actors in Hollywood. But we did want to mention, uh, first off, we do not know any facts about that. And it did come off a little uh, off, off and bad because because uh, just because certain groups may be more represented or less represented, especially with no statistics, means nothing. Moreover, uh, there's basically every other industry, which they point out on Earth, that is run by white men. So to say that these are white companies with white values versus uh, Jewish run media, which I think was supposed to be a joke uh, by one of our guests, but it didn't it didn't go off uh way we expected it to so just uh wanted to put it out there we hear you and we're sorry and we're learning yeah we learned a lot apparently there well we learned a hell of a lot well i learned a hell i of knew a lot. N- i knew none of that. you weren't there so it doesn't yeah, matter for you yeah. 
Anyway, we want to thank you for your constant support, and we want to let you know that we uh, we looked up statistics too, and uh, you're right. There isn't a lot out there, nor is it a statement that you can make, and it was a statement we shouldn't have made. And moving forward, I've got more news. But thank you, everybody. That was perfect. Good it ended job right on, on the, accountability. It babe. ended right on the end of the song. Thanks perfect. for the accountability, guys. Nailed it. More news. You ready? They really like that correction corner. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's good. It's, it's good. Important. Yeah. It, it's it good to be totally accountable for the shit that you put in the world, you know? And it's really good that people actually listen and hold us accountable for the stuff in the world. And on that, Kinder News, everybody. Bow, 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 bow. Kinders just keep it coming. I'm really excited for our new phones. But talk about our, our chatter phones. Chatterbox, yeah. Yeah, our chatter phones are coming. Janine's supposedly getting those ready. Oh my god, I'm so excited. So I am not. <laughs> that makes me more excited. Yeah. It's that bad. Yeah. Anyway, first and foremost in Kinder News, have you heard this? Uh, so Sesame Street, Sesame Street did a whole segment on vaccines. Now the this? vaccines, have or this? have you heard about this? Have you seen this? This is a thing. Of course I've heard about it. We're doing like a Seinfeld comedy yeah. section there. Anyway, anyway, have you heard this? Have you seen about this? This is like an Animaniacs thing almost. Anyway, uh, uh, Sesame Street did a whole segment on vaccines for kids in which Big Bird uh, went on live television to talk about how he's afraid of needles, but he wants to get his vaccine. So first, before anything else, let's hear from Big Bird real Big quick. Big Bird should have got his vaccine Big first. Bird. He's old as hell. No, he's eight years old, according to Sesame Street. Oh. Birds age differently. Oh. Like, like dogs double age. Over, over the course birds of like 40 years? underage. Yeah. Okay. Birds on television only, though, not regular birds. Yeah, I mean, I guess I... I'm not going to do a corrections corner on this one. So birds on Sesame Street aged it. Sesame Street is a time warp where age doesn't happen. Ooh. Elmo is still technically a child too because we tried to call Elmo out for that for dating a younger girl but turns out Elmo and her yeah, have continued to be the same something. age yeah, forever. He's like a toddler yeah. anyway here's Big Bird about vaccines uh, I'm a little scared to get the shot because I don't like needles will it hurt? oh it's okay to be scared and to have some of those big feelings Big Bird and you know what before I knew it the shot was over and I had this cool vaccine you know band-aid on my arm that almost sounded like the apparently kid it was <laughs> <laughs> apparently the vaccine doesn't even hurt <laughs> apparently I got to have ice cream after the vaccine apparently now I can see my grandparents and apparently that's pretty great we're gonna watch the Powerball <laughs> Anyway, Sesame Street went public with the vaccine thing, which we all celebrated, but not everybody celebrated. The Republican Party was very, very upset uh, about this vaccine thing. So it started a Twitter war between Ted Cruz and Sesame Street, in which he tweeted to Big Bird some some rude stuff. Ted Cruz and, came at Big Bird? Yeah, and Big yeah. Bird Big Bird came right back saying, like, Ted Cruz can't seem to find Sesame Street, but he sure found Cancun when his country needed him. Oh. <laughs> and started this, yeah. this big Twitter war. So, uh, most recently, there is an annual conference of the Republican Party's most extreme members uh, called the CPAC Conference. Maybe you've heard of it. Conservative Political Action Conference. They have... 
actively, publicly said that any member of Sesame Street is banned from attending, including but not limited to Big Bird, Bert, Ernie, Elmo, and Grover. Oh my gosh. And by the way, the Saturday Night Live where they did a little blip on Sesame Street was beautiful. It was so funny. And now... Recently? Yeah. Oh, no, I haven't watched in years. Oh, there's some good ones they, coming out. They covered this. Oh my gosh. Uh, some people on Twitter have been writing about this trauma too, with them not being invited. Uh, first off, Shauna Golden Gate Blonde writes, one would think that a group of tantruming toddlers would really appreciate the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Uh, someone else just wrote, somehow this appears not to be a parody. CPAC is also happening in Florida. No surprise to anyone. And it literally says they, they made a post. I'm showing you guys here, but you guys can look at it up home. They made a CPAC 22 Florida post that has a big picture of Big Bird Burton Ernie that says not invited. Oh, <laughs> my On the gosh. top of it. <laughs> That is so great. Are they legally allowed to use those images as representation? Uh, I, they must have found some loophole. I, it doesn't really matter in the long haul because it's only helping the Sesame Street team at this point. This guy writes, uh, the Great Muppet War of 2021 will continue into next year, it appears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sesame I just Street love that someone got party. into an argument with a giant eight-year-old bird. And, and supposedly several unvaccinated Paw Patrol officers will be the guests of honor. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I have some other Kinder news that I really loved. And that was Nintendo is launching their new series or was asked by the owner system. to launch their newest system. We have a new PlayStation 5. We have the Xbox Series X. We have all the stuff coming out. So Nintendo let us know that their new series will launch within the next 79 years. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real quote <laughs> from, from, like from the maker. Because he basically said that based on the earnings reports and and the the things that they make and the way they do it, they're like, we're, we don't have to make anything new. It's working for the audience that we made it for. Yeah. And there's nothing to change. I think it's amazing because who wants to learn new button mashing techniques? Yeah. And I they, don't. Bas they basically said there will be more Mario. There will be more Pokemon. That is what we do. Yeah. I, Why I mean, change the console? It, they're kind of like the... Unless you stick a helmet on your head and you go all virtual world. They're kind of the niche Why? younger generation system too. Yeah. But you can know? I say, please, please. Can we get Wii Sports back? That was the greatest thing was that it? ever happened to our generation. Yeah. I could bowl in the living room with my brother. I could play golf on the weekends. Nine holes. Don't, I never had I, that system. I'm, with a I'm pretty sure talking PS5 about, I went outside like and it. I did those things in real life. I'm pretty sure they do. My house is too small now for that. Oh, yeah. We're a new generation of people. <laughs> we need to have a smaller system that we can take anywhere that we can play sports on without actually playing sports. We're tired. We're getting older. Some of us have kids. Some of us just have knee problems. Yeah. I can't actually go and do all these sports, but I sure as hell can have an avatar of myself do it, and I want to do it. I want to do it at the park. I want to go outside and set up a tiny, tiny screen and ignore all of the nature around me as I play golf <laughs> on that. On your Nintendo Switch. In space, <laughs> where I can see and move. It, who made the Wii? Nintendo? Nintendo, of course. Yeah, yeah. Nintendo, that, they should... Get the, the greatest 
the greatest invention every grandpa and grandma has. Still. Well, now, I mean, the trouble is now, now they have all the Oh, that VR would be a funny stuff. gift to get my dad. The VR stuff definitely has those games, and it's probably insane. Yeah, but, but once again, you need space to play. They know this generation can't afford a home. They know we all have seven roommates or one roommate in a tiny room. Yeah. Okay. Looking at you, kid. I can see that. Two-person, one-person studio. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. life's hard. Yeah. I think he was waiting for me to bitch about the situation, but I'm not going to. Yeah, why would you? Well, because I'm a it's goddamn great. delight. It's a place to live. <laughs> anyway, you came with news too, Lost? Not news. Even better. Trivia. Trivia? <gasps> My favorite. Trivia. Yeah. Wait, wait. I got to play the game show music for you then. What's this trivia game called, Lost? Uh, so, given. Not pop culture. Okay. Oh, you don't get to decide what game you play. I can play whatever game I want, damn it. It's because I can't play that game. I don't know. This game's not going to be easy either. Great. Yeah, it's not an easy one. So, given Mm. the holiday, Thanksgiving, Mm. we have some Thanksgiving facts to go Mm. over. Thanksgiving. False. Mm. Thanksgiving game show. We ready? Uh, Not true or false. It's more of an actual. I'm going (gasps) to go for the one that's actual answers. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, let's go. What do you call in this segment? I'm going to call this. Turkey trivia. Oh, yeah. All right. So we got you and you versus each other, right? T- N versus T, T versus N. Or is there like a versus and you have a whole different segment of people that are coming? Yeah, I'm going to phone in like 37 different people. Okay. So um, I'm ready. If you need to phone a friend too, we can do that. Turkey trivia. We can try. If you Tyler think someone versus wants Natalie. Or, I'm ready. Tyler versus Natalie. Um, I'm oh God, confident I, I know a lot about meat given I'm a vegetarian. Okay, my, mm. it's going to take me a second. I got to do a little swiping here. Fair enough. Fair I enough. have it all typed up, but. Um, okay, we're going to start with the basics. The basics. Question one uh, Do we have a way to keep score, maybe? Uh, yeah, our brains. I can find that. Okay, sure. No, our brains I, work good. I'm not going to trust Tyler's brain. No, I mean, we can keep score through the, re- the recording because I got sound trombone. Is it is is bad, and applause is good. And whoever gets the most applauses or the most trombones. Yeah, yeah. audience at home, play along. You're play gonna along. keep score yeah. for us, and actually play along because if you beat us, call in and you'll get a let us know pin, a pin. Sure, we have pins. That, we have lots of pins. Oh man, we gotta start getting rid of those. Oh, perfect. Yes, I will be the marker here. Don't worry. New merch, subscriber content, all sorts of stuff coming out after December 9th. We're going to make a T section and an N section. Starting December 9th, we do have subscriber content available for you online. Go check it out at anchor.fm feet.jeffgoldblum. This is only a little half page. That's okay. That's all I need. That's perfect. (laughs) Never seen that in a notebook before. All right. Okay. um, We'll wait for Natalie to get all headphoned up here. All right, question one. Uh, where's the music? I turned it down so you could hear oh, the okay, questions. Yeah. Maybe just lightly in the background. Oh, you want it lightly? We want, we want a little, little fun. Ambiance. Yeah. All right. So, question number one. What year was Thanksgiving first held? There's a debate here, but there's one answer that's textbook. Are we okay. talking like the Pilgrim Thanksgiving? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what year was the first Thanksgiving? So is this a whoever gets closest scenario? Uh, I'm not going to do that shit. Whoever gets, you get it wrong, you get it wrong. I mean, hmm. I should know this, but I don't. It's, uh, so Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1792. Is that right? That was a rhyme of some kind. <laughs> I don't but think that's correct. So Pilgrims, <laughs> Pilgrims, 
Pilgrims. Uh, Pilgrims made a big mess of the entire Americas in what year? They go to Plymouth Rock. Okay, but think about this. The first Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. It was in November. Yeah. November 24th, I'm going to go. Perfect. Final answer. No, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, mm, no, they, they would have not been starving yet. I don't know. It's got to be in like the, the late 17 or 1800s, right? Yeah. First. I'm going to stick my time stamp near. See, if we lived on the East Coast, this kind of information would have been hammered into our brains. Yeah, it's got to be 17 something. Okay, 17-something? 17-something, final answer. 17-something. <laughs> 1620. Ooh, 1621. Oh, oh shit. I kind of want to give it to you. That was a great guess. That was good. We're going to give it to her. That was so cool. That was good. Okay, 16-something. One for Natalie. I was keeping my mouth shut, but I knew that, that was, his guesses were way too early because there's actual... Way too late, too late you mean. Too late, late. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, sorry. That, I... I know that there's actual buildings and town establishments that are in that century, which means not good. Fair enough. All right. You ready for question two? Yes. Okay. Which one of those ham goofball presidents that we voted for made Thanksgiving a national holiday? Oh, Jesus. This is a tough one. However, I'll give you a clue if you need it. I mean, they've been pardoning Turkey since like JFK's time, right? So it's got to be prior to that. JFK. I'm pretty sure things would happen before JFK. No, I mean pardoning turkeys, like specifically, like it's a national holiday thing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. is like since like the 20s or 30s. Since like the 20s or 30s. Turkey pardoning. Um, it was peanut butter and jelly this year, right? I don't know my presidents very well either. Okay, I'll give you one hint. It is one of the dollar bill presidents. I mean, there's so you got Washington, I'm gonna you got go with Lincoln. Okay, if we got a Jefferson, you got Jefferson. Jefferson Jackson? does sound right. Jackson. Ulysses S. Grant? Yeah, it wasn't him. Duh. <laughs> yeah, Jefferson was too soon, huh? Hmm. He was like, what, way early. Uh, what do you think? Would Lincoln have done it? I know there's that whole story about Lincoln with the pigs, how he like helped mm-hmm. a mama pig and the baby pigs out of the muck. I'm going mm-hmm. with Ulysses. Ulysses S. Grant. Okay. What about you? Lock it in. I'm just going to lock in Lincoln. Why not? He likes animals a lot. Lincoln it is. Yeah. What? Lincoln it is. Yep. Lincoln was the man. He's got a lot of animal like anecdotes. <clears throat> I guess yep. he did come a lot later. Abraham Lincoln he? in 1863. Great. Mm-hmm. See, there's the 1800s Thanksgiving I'm thinking of. Okay. This one's a little, uh, this one's a little more amusing. What profession is the busiest on Thanksgiving day? Historically. On Thanksgiving day? It's the entertainment industry for sure. Well, let's say profession. What profession experiences? I'd say, let's say like a more of a trade. Firefighters. Yeah. Like that kind of realm. I mean, that kind of makes sense because of all the people. Yeah. Okay. So we got an ER, emergency responder. EMR. But yeah, that sounds right. So what can I think of that's in a similar realm? The trash guys the next day. Or yeah, depends on your trash day. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But seriously. Uh, uh, see, think, I mean, think around, you know, like when things to be involved, the and- shop, it's, it's the markets. It's the, it's the, the last minute shoppers on Thanksgiving day. Yeah. Cause you always forget shit. Uh, all right. So you're going to say retail. Well, I mean, I honestly think it's EMR, grocery. but 
We can say the same thing. You both get points. Yeah, I'm going to go EMR too. Both wrong. Plumbers. Plumbers. Plumbers, apparently. Because everybody clogs the toilet on oh, Thanksgiving Day? No. Yeah. Plumbers are oh. the number one. Because so, you have so many people in a house. And they have septic right. systems septic that can't handle a large people. People put things people. down We lived through kids. a COVID year, so we automatically assumed <laughs> grandma, grandpa, somebody's dying on Thanksgiving Day or having yeah. some sort of problem. To the younger generation that grew up in a city, septic systems cannot handle tampons or anything that is not actual toilet paper or human waste. Don't do it. Nice uh, out there. I like you just got the radio voice. Yeah. Uh, okay. <clears throat> this We're is, terrible. This, this is kind of an off question <laughs> for you two, but I'm going to see if you know. How long, according to Butterball's experts of 30 years, do you know they have a hotline you can call on Turkey Day and they'll help you cook your turkey? That's fun. Professionals will be like, hello, this is Butterball. If you don't have a Butterball turkey, they don't like it. But <laughs> okay, We're both how vegetarians. Long, yeah, so... exactly. So how long... After a turkey is pulled out of the oven, are you supposed to let it rest before carving? According to Butterball, there's lots of different opinions. I mean, at least 45 minutes to an hour, right? It's not going to help you. I was going to say two to three. Two to three hours? Hours? Yeah. After it comes out of the oven? Gotta be warm still. I'm going to cut my time down to 25 minutes. 15 minutes. Oh, oh no. All right, 15 minutes is all needs for that moisture to go back into the center of the bird. Mm. Did you know, I just heard on NPR that it's you don't trivia. need to baste your turkey. Yeah, actually. Basting it actually wet, makes it worse. Wet turkeys are not, it's science. It's yeah, because you want to get that brine and like crustiness on the outside and basting your turkey does not allow for that to happen. The skin stays soggy. Whereas the inside doesn't suck in enough moisture to keep it moist on the inside. You thought that's like moisting the outside is going to make it work? There is an argument that That some people some people have an argument though that actually cut the skin off of the turkey, brine the turkey, moisture, soak it, and then they pat it dry and then put the skin back on. I think what you do is you open the turkey up and you fill it with oranges. People get all that moisture in. People do put things like that in there. Well, I know they like put all kinds of stuff in the butt, but it's after they cook it. Yeah, yeah. They stuff the butt, literally. Mm. Yeah. It's butt stuffed um, Let's find another one. Ooh, I don't this really is... care if my turkey's dry as long as there's mushroom gravy for me to slather it with. Okay, so this is... Um, I don't really like this question, but it's good. Because turkey day makes it a little more. How many pounds of turkey does the average American eat each year? Oh, that's an unfortunate question. Year. Oh, not a lot. daily. No, year. it's not a lot. Per. Because it's only going to be annually. No, it's not true. Turkey sandwiches. Turkey sandwiches. Turkey BLTs. Mm, well, sure as shit, not as much but as this cow. Is, but this is, I mean, think about a pound of turkey. It's a good amount of fucking turkey. I'm going to say 35 pounds a year each per, person. First person? Okay. 35. Mm. I think people that eat that much meat focus on beef. So I'm going to say, and turkey is considered a lean and healthy thing, which we don't do. Um, hmm. A 35 pound turkey. Would be, that's like eating two Thanksgiving turkeys a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a pretty good guess. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to go with one turkey a year. Uh, mm-hmm. Poundage? Mm-hmm. What poundage? What's your uh, poundage? Mm. Turkeys usually range from anywhere from nine to 22 pounds, somewhere in there. 32, I'm going to say 10 pounds. 10 pounds. 10 and 35? 35. We are at... 15 pounds. Right in between. Okay. Yep. You're closer, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. 
I guess I was thinking specifically about like. Ooh, the I do. Bible I do have belt. a true. I do have a true or false for you. Bible Belt eats beef. They eat turkey too. Bible mm. Belt. The Bible Belt. What's the Bible Belt? Midwest Either. Church. Oh, oh gotcha. Bibles. Yeah. On the United States. Map. Turkey corn dogs. Red yeah. states. Yeah. Turkey Turkey burgers, sandwich. Turkey, turkey sandwich, burger. Turkey casserole. Illiterate Doing states. a little bit of a Forrest Gump here thing. Hey, careful now. Gump we got listeners here. out there. Mm. Got a what? <laughs> red states? Oh, yeah. There's a bunch of red states to listen. It's cool. They talk shit about us, too. <laughs> Do they? Uh, okay. A true or false? TF. That's all I need. Great. That's easier for me. So, mm. Jingle Bells, the song. Was it originally written for Thanksgiving? True or false? False. Jingle Bells was written for Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. It was originally meant to be sung as a Thanksgiving song. Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, Jingle all the way. How much fun it is to ride on a one-horse open sleigh. Hey! Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, Jingle all the way. It's just once again about the sleigh, right? There's nothing <laughs> else in this song. Dashing through the snow on a one-horse uh-huh. open sleigh, yep. all those years ago, laughing all the way, ha, 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 bells. Yeah, I'm going to say yes. For Thanksgiving? Yeah. Very we don't true. talk about Santa Claus. It is Thanksgiving. Gosh darn yep, it. Yep, it was written for Thanksgiving. I had to go through, like, the first verses I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, da, 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 we're traveling somewhere. It's got to be Going through the snow, I still don't hear Santa Claus. Frosty's not helping us. Rudolph's not pulling the sleigh. So far, yeah. we're gravy. Didn't say anything about rain. Gravy. Get that joke? I'd tuck that one in there. <laughs> As a Thanksgiving joke and the gravy thing. Anyway, we got to wrap up. Yeah, we got to wrap up the game for one more for you. The commercial break. Um, one more, and then we go to commercial. What famous Thanksgiving fruit bounces? Rubber balls. <laughs> True, but not <laughs> Thanksgiving fruit. fruit. Mm-hmm. Uh, cranberries. Okay. Bounce, kind of. I mean, it depends on how you throw them, I guess. Cranberries. I'm not, I'm not sure if they're talking cooked or, I'm guessing, uncooked. Yeah, they have to yeah. be, right? Cranberries it's be cranberries. Cranberries is true. So, we do have a winner. I've had a bag rip open. Who's the winner? It was a bit of a disaster. Mr. Tyler, by one point, <laughs> two to three. Oh, two my God. Two to, two to three. I made a big comeback there because I was really losing in the beginning. difficult. Man. It was rough. Yeah, I mean, the historical side of it, I think, has been argued so much that it's hard to, like, really have a strong opinion. Well, we have a lot of strong opinions, but I you didn't mean, ask those questions. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the record keepers back there, their reliability and trustworthiness were a little... Me? No. No, the record keepers. Oh, record keepers back then. Historically writing everything. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of good comedy. Anyway, we got to go to commercial break, so we will see you guys in one second. Is this commercial? I want to refill. This is a commercial break. No. Oh. It's the music I'm using to play out. I don't know. We got to write it like right now. Oh, we got to get the auto tuner out. Perfect. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Space, Space. the final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. 
Its five-year mission, to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations. Oh, that's good stuff. To boldly go where no man has gone before. So, obviously, we're going to talk about Star Trek. <laughs> I like that they say five-year mission, too, but clearly it went on for, like, yeah. four decades. You know, one thing about this intro that I never really realized was... Five-year mission. The second no! part. Yeah. After the Me Too the movement, part. there's no way they're going to say that no man has gone before. I'm just going to say off the cuff, Leonard, Leonard Nimoy was my favorite in that show by far. For his off the cuff statements? <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Wait, on screen, off screen? On screen. Leonard Nimoy. Well, it was a joke because Spock was so Spock was, yeah. on the cuff. He was on the cuff. On? Is that a thing? Yeah. Something to be on the anyway, couch. today we're going to talk about a Star Trek character's real life beyond space. Beam me up. Pre-space. Scotchy. Mm, Scotchy. Harder. <laughs> so today... James Montgomery Doohan, actor who played Scotty. I was trying to figure out... Just on a whim, as you do, you're like, hey, was this character Scottish or or not? And, and his um, name's Scotty, so we assume There yes. is that assumption, but that's why I Googled it, because I realized I didn't actually know. But then I fell down a rabbit hole because he's actually really interesting. And no, well, question one, is he Scottish? No. Is he Irish? Fair enough. No. Is he? Doohan. Is he Finnish? He's Canadian. Canadian. Uh, mm-hmm. He really. Well, I mean, maybe he was supposed to be Scottish or Irish on the show. Well, he definitely was. Yeah. Well, the they the sat was, him down and ran through a variety of accents and were just like, which one feels good? And that's how it was decided. Because he wasn't on the show. Like, I'm giving her all she's got there, guy. <laughs> <laughs> giving her all she got, don't you know? I. It was the one that felt the strongest is, I suppose, how they picked it. But I Not actually, Canadian do. Yeah. I suppose how they picked it. I suppose that's how they picked it. Hmm. We're bad at this. Uh, yeah, we're terrible hmm. Canadian. Actors. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, give me a Scotty quote. Okay, I got one for you. Turn, your best. Turn me up. Your best quote. Um, this is my best Scotty quote I've got from your voice. From my voice. No, I've got one for you. Here we go. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do it as best I can. Okay. God creates dinosaurs. God destroys dinosaurs. God creates man. Man destroys God. Man creates dinosaurs. That was Jeff Goldblum's best try. <laughs> Women rules the earth. You cut off a little early there. Uh, well, I mean, and Jeff, he's short-winded tonight. Wah, wah, wah. Uh, Scotty quote? I don't know if I have any. We all find one. Well, yeah, I'm not talking about anyway. the acting career. He's actually I mean, really my awesome. My favorite one is, I'm giving her all she's got, Captain. Mm, yeah, favorite. he says go. that a lot because yeah. the captain just asks for more and more that is not possible. Yeah. Yeah. Speed up, Scotty. And Slow Scott. down, Scotty. And Scotty's like, ah! Do a barrel roll, Scotty. <laughs> so, uh, would you believe it? He, James Montgomery Duhan, actually served in the military and was fighting against the, the, the Nazis. And Which time? I hope just once. World War One or World War Two? Two. Two. Mm-hmm. Two. Yes. Yes. Okay. 
uh, he was on the beach on D-Day. Yikes. As part of the Canadian Ooh. front. He was part of the Canadian. Oh, that's right. He's Canadian. Mm-hmm. So at this point, he was a young Canadian boy. Mm, 19. 19 years old. And he was Man. running his own regiment, uh, I guess. Let's see. 14th Field Artillery Regiment of the 3rd Canadian Infantry Division. Is what I remember is them well. Me. Yeah. The good old 14th. Yeah. 14th Front. And Cheers to the 14th. Miraculously, it... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Clink. As far as I can effect. tell in my not very extensive Google research, uh, his, his regiment did fine getting through to the other side, getting off the beach. But he was shot six times. Whoa. Yeah, that's a lot of times. same spot Mm -hmm. or something? (laughs) Uh, Five in the leg, one in the chest. And he... That's how those Nazis did it back then. (laughs) And one in the chest. (laughs) Actually, it was friendly fire. It was a Canadian that got a little bit gun happy because he was walking off for a cigarette break. And this guy was the lookout and apparently was asleep. I mean... That's not what Google is telling me, but I'm assuming that the reason that he suddenly saw him and suddenly reacted like, oh, my God, what's happening? Well, you're saying the Canadian guy shot him six times. Yes. He was shot by friendly fire, <laughs> um, by so a lookout this must when off, he was walking this from was off the his beach. post. Yeah, this was off the, the beach. They, they had already gotten into the beach. This was private camp. And he his shot in the chest should have been fatal Except he had just put his cigarette case because you're fancy back then and you had a metal case yeah, to yeah, hold yeah. your cigarettes yep, yep. back Remember, then. And you had a picture of your gal. I used to use one of those for Actually, money. Actually, it was life. given and to him by his brother as as a well. I'm, I'm just talking about good all, luck gift. I'm just talking about all the things in your pocket. You got your cigarette case in your chest pocket. Then you got a picture of gal in your left hand pocket. I mean, I can't speak to the lady friend, yay or nay. Possibly I, a I'm pocket sure. watch. Possibly. Mm-hmm. A little late for that, but... Well, you know, some people like to keep it classy. Well, he, you know, he did eventually die of old age and a variety of issues that come In 2005, R.I.P. And yeah. he still had both yeah. legs. Yep, yep, yep. Wow. But he likes to say, even though one of the issues he had was from smoking and a lot of the poisons that he was exposed to in the military, toxins and all that stuff. Anyway... Cigarettes saved his life, technically, is what he liked to say. Yep. Probably true. Marlboro probably liked that he said yeah. that, too. Yep. yep. <laughs> Scotty, the next Marlboro man. I mean, one bullet got him in the chest, and the rest got him in the leg, and the one bullet in the chest got the cigarette Imagine, imagine And which leg, left or right? Did he have a limp in Star Trek? Uh, I don't know to any of those things. I don't think so. But a lot of it's filmed, like, here, you know. Yeah, because he's a Muppet. Yeah. <laughs> you mean was, you only see was, waist up Scotty from Scotty was, well, ever? Scotty was sure. sitting down most sure. of the time, too. No, he walked. I'm sure he walked. He was capable yeah. of it. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm still in my head. I'm just thinking about Scotty the Marlboro Man. Well, that didn't finish his service. That was the last actual uh, combat that he saw. But he went into the Air Force from there, the Canadian Air Force. He got shot in the legs. He went into the cheer force. <laughs> And he got dubbed one of the craziest Canadian pilots because he decided to shlom down a mountain and 
fly his plane through two telephone poles just to say that he could because someone dared like I don't I mean it doesn't say someone dared him but I guess someone said oh that's not possible so he got in a plane and did it he's basically a maverick from Top Gun yeah he turned into maverick so he did give it all he got had (laughs) can I run an ad by you real quick yeah Scotty from Star Trek Scotty as Marlboro there's a pack of Marlboros sitting there wait let me get you some some like music yeah, I I feel like cigarette ads. This is the music that always plays. Yeah, so Scotty's there on the Enterprise. He's ready for his smoke break. He gets up, turns warp speed off, goes out, sees the pack of Marlboros, and in quotes at the end, it goes, "Smoke me up, Scotty." <laughs> That was actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Too bad he wasn't famous at the time. It would have been useful. I could have, I could have probably been a lobbyist for cigarette companies. His acting career started much later. That's still a job. But anyway, let's it's continue just, about. Still a job. Let's still let's continue about <laughs> his life. So, so he gets shot. Then he then he becomes a, a, a chair force pilot, mm-hmm. where he becomes crazy as he all hell. He becomes maverick he from has Top quite Gun. a reputation among the other pilots. He does loop de loops and barrel rolls and, and goes through the telephone like poles. The people who are in charge of said air force planes and staff they they don't like him uh yeah he was let's see the nice man really didn't like him yeah but he had goose with the him quotations yeah, are craziest pilot in the canadian air force was what he was referred to as i wonder if Top oh, Gun's oh and i have quotations to prove it could be done so you know that was i guess his okay reason. so we're moving on what happens after his air flight career does he get shot another six times well, he gets into acting. No, he doesn't. Okay. Uh, he gets into acting because he listens to a show on the radio that he feels is so horrible and awful that it inspires him to walk down to the radio station and basically do his own stint on the radio to prove it's better. What radio show is so bad that made Scotty an actor? Small Town Canadian. Just small town Canadian radio? I don't know. They don't say the name. Oh, that's a shame. But that's how he got into acting is because the person who ran the radio station was really impressed and told him he should go with it. And he ended up getting into an acting school in New York. New York, New York. So he moves to New York. He goes from Canada. Where in Canada To the beaches on D-Day. Do you know where he was in Canada? I'm going to guess Ontario. Yeah, how many other places can you guess? Uh, Vancouver. Vancouver. And? <laughs> keep going. Uh, BC. Great. British Columbia. Uh-huh. And uh, Tyler. That's Texas. It's a town in Canada, Canada as well. Yeah, you sure? Uh-huh. Look okay. it up. Saskatchewan. His original college was a technical institute. Oh, so he didn't know how. So he actually did drive on Star Trek. Whistler's a place. He actually was a mad core scientist. Mad core. Mad core. That's the use that I'm. What is like a band? No, I'm I'm making it up. Core, as in. No, not not in music. Star Trek Energy Core. Oh, I'm just making that up right now. Okay. So anyway, he gets to New York. Leads through his life. He becomes an actor. How does he get this gig on Star Trek? Yeah, where did Star Trek Oh, I didn't really care about that part, so I stopped. Oh. (laughs) Okay. 
<laughs> All right. I thought um, his life outside okay, of where, the how, actor uh, thing was more interesting. So okay, what so, year does he start acting? Because he's 19, he's on a beach in D-Day. Um, let's see. Star Trek. Uh, hold, please. It doesn't matter. I guess. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. What? What else? 70s is when the show started. Okay. I don't know. So 19, right. War ended in so 45. 50 years old. When he started in Star Trek, he was not 50. He was probably in his 30s. So I he guess. was in. He was in World War II in 19 what? 45 is when that war ended, right? Okay. Mm. So mm. and he was 19. Okay, I had my math all asked. Yeah, he was 19 there. then. So, so 50, he'd be 24. 25, 26, 27. So he was like 30 there. something. Yeah, in his 30s, probably. I mean, it doesn't tell What me. do we have? Do we know, like, wife, kids, die? Yeah, is he like a, is he like a Sagittarius? He's a, dead, he's a dead guy now, right? He has kids. He's got he a wife died and in kids. Five. Okay. Um, he, he, you know, died of natural causes. He had Alzheimer's towards the end, along with a variety of other illnesses, diabetes and whatnot. Nice. He, um, well. Yeah, no, he he, he struggled through himself. it. Uh, was a severe alcoholic. But too. like I said, with his college degree, he, he did drink an alien under the table on Star Trek. He always <laughs> wanted <true>. to. Oh, <laughs> uh, he was married three times and has seven children. Seven <laughs> children. He's a fruitful man. F- uh, four of them. Let's see. There's twins. He had twins. Christopher and Montgomery with his first wife, Janet Young. Uh, Larkin, Deirdre, and the twins, Christopher and Montgomery with his first, which he divorced in 1964. And it just keeps going on. Do you think his wife used to be me up, Scotty, in bed? Yeah, he must have, right? You know? Oh, one of the actors in Star Trek was his best man for one of the weddings. Which one? William Campbell. Uh, which one's William Campbell? Kirk? Uh, no, that's uh, what's his face? Uh, what's his face? What do you know? What's his face? I'm looking it up. I'm looking it oh, up. I mean the captain, Captain Kirk's name. Oh. Um, what's his face? <laughs> yeah, what's his? Yeah, face? what's his face? He's super famous. I can hear him in my head. I can see him. William Shatner. Yes. Yeah. There we go. So, did you also know that uh, Shatner and and Scotty did not actually get along in real life? Well, because Shatner was always yelling at him on the show. Well, he said, I like Captain Kirk, but I sure don't like Bill. Really? That's a quote. Wow. I mean, he seems like a bit of a... Shatner might be kind of an ...egotistical guy. Back in the... I mean, they had... For that time, they had a very, uh, let's see, they had a Japanese man, a black woman, a, oh, who were the others? I mean, he was Canadian, but he was supposed to be Irish, and there was supposed to be a Russian on there. Um, as far as the show is concerned, it was really diverse for that age. Mm, I mean, well, and those were all bridge officers. Um, I, re- I remember reading somewhere that Martin Luther King asked uh, the woman playing Lieutenant Ohura not to quit because she was on screen as a bridge officer 
as a black woman in a show that everybody was watching. And she was actually an astronaut too, I believe. Really? In real life. We talked about that earlier in the podcast. I think it was her, if not someone else early on that show. A famous African-American actor, female, who was on that show, ended up being a real life astronaut afterwards. Wow. If that's true, I had no idea. And that's really amazing. But let's talk about Scotty's death real quick too, because this was an interesting story. Oh, really? Yeah, his death. I didn't look into his... Oh, uh, well, I don't know (laughs) about his actual dying part. Well, I do. So he died in 2005, early in the morning, due to pulmonary fibrosis, which was uh, believed to be from exposure to noxious substances from World War II. Mm -hmm. He was cremated. Mm -hmm. A portion of his ashes were supposed to go on a memorial flight to space with 308 others on Project Mercury with Gordon Cooper. Mm-hmm. Which they were declined. They were declined. 308 people? Multiple times they were said no. It's a lot of people, right? A lot of people to go on a... Yeah. No, I think it's 308 other cremated persons. Oh, oh my God. Okay, gotcha, <laughs> gotcha, supposed gotcha. to be like a special like Day of the Dead flight I or thought something. They were, I thought they were like, yeah, let's go have his funeral on the space station. Everyone's That'd like, woo, cool. let's do it. <laughs> Everybody on the spaceship. <laughs> yeah. You gotta spend months training first, but, but we're gonna have a great there. funeral. he's there. He's up there anyway how does he end up getting up there somebody smuggled him up there he must have flown yeah yeah uh so there was an entrepreneur entrepreneur (laughs) on uh first private citizen in space uh richard garriott uh he says that he smuggled james duhan's ashes into the iss in 2008 during a 12-day mission as a private astronaut yeah under the floor cladding of the International Space Station is where okay. he's kept to this day, supposedly. Supposedly. But if that's, like, common knowledge on the internet, you think? Like, no, but supposedly. It's not common. Supposedly. Says it, Wikipedia. It's something they wouldn't have talked about for probably a couple of decades. But now Shatner's been up to space, right? He he did it. To get the ashes. To take him, him back because he's like, he, he didn't like me. And I'm going up there guy. to get those ashes and bring them back to I'm Earth. Beaming you you down, little Scotty. piece of shit. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and this guy had the had the blessing of one of his kids that helped him out with it because he always wanted to go up to space. That was one of his his wishes. It's adorable. He also has an honorary degree in engineering from the Milwaukee School of Engineering because he inspired so many students oh to pursue my engineering. Gosh, Pretty that's rad. So cute. An honorary degree. Yep. Wow. And he also has a Hollywood Walk of Fame star that oh, he yeah. got two thousand four. His final and his final and only his final public appearance not his only (laughs) (laughs) i really loved his cameo on next generation he was also claimed by the linenthgow scotland uh with a criminal he was claimed that's what it says montgomery scott was claimed it's like being knighted well i think they're saying that his birthplace on the show was linenlithgow scotland Oh, they're like, Scotty was born here. Or Aberdeen, where he learned his accent. Uh, On the show, Scotty actually refers to himself as a one-time Aberdeen pub crawler. The only reference the character ever makes to any specific place in Scotland. Okay. I have more details on the specifics of him being up there. Great. Let's find out where he is, and let's book a flight with... with, uh, SpaceX. Yeah, with SpaceX. Yeah. 
the caper entailed printing three cards with a Duhan photograph and laminating each with a sprinkling of ashes sealed inside each, uh, each with his flight data file. So one, Star so Trek? where are the other two? Like his data file from Star Trek? Like how his, It doesn't say. <laughs> how many hours he spent flying I, Enterprise? I imagine they made, and this is how I would do it. Uh, I mean, it's how I do it when I travel. Uh, if you're trying to hide, you put your own ashes. If you know that you're going to be searched or you're expecting it and you're trying to get something into a place, you hide multiple items of that thing. What have you been so trying they, to sneak into places? That it doesn't thing? matter. We're not talking about that on the air. <laughs> anyway, so let's say they find oh, one. Tyler's stuff. You've got two more. Let's say they find two and you're like, oh, you got me. You know, whatever. Yeah, you got me. I'm going uh, to jail. Yeah. So, <laughs> Shit. Oh, boy. What, oh, 10 man. years? That's fine. Oh, God. You should see what's in the other pocket. Wait, what? <laughs> it says everything that officially goes on board is logged and inspected and bagged. And there's a process. And I guess there was no time to put it through that process. Somebody like, had do hands ashes up their bum. Somebody, you know, somebody knew somebody. I think. I mean, a laminated card you could easily just tape that to yourself. You could put it right you up there, put it right up there, roll it into, no, roll it into no, a little, right little cylinder. I yep. feel so yeah. sorry for you guys. That's going to be a lot of bleeding rectums. Laminated mm. cards coming in and out of your well, butthole. I would, that's I would, soft tissue. I would roll that's it up into a well. cylinder, put tape it in a balloon, tape it off, put yep. it in a balloon, and then, yep, up she goes. Okay, I'm just going to tape it to the inside of my thigh. Uh, I guess maybe uh, NASA TSA and TSA are different. Could be. Yeah. Never know. I mean, that's how I smuggled in, uh, uh, what was it? It was beach balls. I smuggled in beach balls and tortillas to my graduation ceremony. I had four fistfuls of balloons. Your graduation ceremony was like out of the country? Yeah. What? And you'd smuggle beach balls and tortillas taped to yourself? I'm very yeah. confused. <laughs> I'm so confused, too. Because they don't want you to be silly, so they they had lines. Were you getting on a plane? No. Oh, okay. This is like... This is graduation. This is like we're wearing the cap and gown. Like and college, high school? High school. Okay. I thought you were in an airport. So why tortillas, though? Tortillas because you can throw them like Frisbees, and it's really entertaining, but it doesn't hurt anyone when they hit them in the face. So you blew oh. up beach balls. You guys, uh-huh. did, you guys didn't tape razors to your hats. Yeah, was you was you graduate from Mortal Kombat school or um, something? So block I, four. Yeah. I just have no words for that. I don't. Jesus. Yeah, my name's Raiden. No, it was a raw corn tortilla. That's all. Raw corn tortilla. Just, How many tortillas did you, were you able to duct tape to your thigh? I think it was five or six. This is oddly titillating. Well, I also intentionally, yeah. so this was back in the, the, well, tall boots were still a thing then. So I wore really tall boots and I stuffed a beach ball around one calf and tortillas around the other calf and I duct taped a beach ball around one thigh and tortillas around the other thigh. Man. And I just gotta say, getting that duct tape off without any teachers knowing about it while I cried silently to myself because it was not a good idea was not easy. I just got really high my graduation. Really, really high. I don't remember my graduation. That was six lifetimes ago. My Yeah, mine was... Four and a half lifetimes ago. 
Mine was hot. I remember that. Yeah, it's always hot. Everyone was really hot. Everyone was really tired. Welcome to Scotts Valley High School. We look like a juvenile hall and have no trees. The the main thing (laughs) I remembered from my graduation was that there were several kids in the class. My class was less than 100 kids. It was like 94 kids in my entire graduating class. You were one of the first (laughs) batches. You're like the third ever graduating class. And there's only 94 kids in the class. And when they're like saying names and kids are coming to graduate, I'm like, I don't know that kid. How do I not know yeah, that kid? Know that? <laughs> like we only have like seven teachers at the whole school. How the f- how it's impossible that I don't know that kid, but I don't. And the kid looks back at me like the same way. Like I don't know who the fuck that is. And I'm just like, this is amazing to me that we went to the same school for four years and we have no idea who each other are. And there's not that many people here there's right now. Literally 300 people in the entire school. Like <laughs> your graduating no class was something around 200, and I knew everybody's name. I think mine was like three something. I don't anymore was though. Was I was looking through I like, stuff yesterday I and I'm like, who? 94 and I knew about 76 of them. I don't know if the rest of them. That's a pretty good. I mean, you're like, you passed. I barely. <laughs> you got a solid C in knowing people. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, given, given the amount of, I mean, it was just sad. There's still people this day that's like, Hey, do you remember this kid from school? And I'm like, no. Oh yeah, no. I did that. Th- I did that. Is he not memorable? Too long ago. We went through the yearbook and we we're like, oh, 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 oh. And certainly, looks like, who the hell is that guy? Or I girl? knew people out of survival instinct. I had to know who was who. Which school did you go to? Hunger Games school. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's kind of <laughs> yeah. what it felt like. Oh uh-huh. my god, Aftos High. No, oh. <laughs> farther away. Farther away. With Grid the Great North. The great. I I heard well. Beyond the ice wall, (laughs) saw that they might be changing their name. I don't know if they ended up doing it yet or not. But anally was the high school. Anally, anally, yep, cool. Anally, yep, or anally, anally, anally. How is it spelled? It's pronounced anally. L L Y. Uh, O G A N A L Y A N A L Y. Anally, yeah, yeah, anally. A N A L Y. I think oh so. My God. <laughs> Come, I mean, so I people never... going to look up your high school. They get some really weird results. <laughs> you know, I walked past the I was, every day, but I, don't I was trying to join the PATA, but now I'm getting really down. weird mail. <laughs> <laughs> Parent teacher conference. <laughs> <laughs> This is probably why they're considering changing their name. <laughs> Highest scoring football player. <laughs> Believe it or not, that joke was so easy that most people didn't do it because it was just. Oh, except for everyone at every other school who played easy. you guys in sports, probably. Oh my God. Are you guys playing? Yeah, the Annalise. <laughs> yeah, I mean, think it's about like, a whole I'm actually going to sit this one out, coach. <laughs> I played him last time and it's it. it no. Like, like your, your yeah. like, one, two, three, anal. <laughs> It just doesn't work in a crowd scenario when no one's paying attention oh, to you. Yeah, I think it would. <laughs> I don't know. I think it can work in a crowd scenario. Like it the, just sounds like the crowd is saying their name. Anally? Yeah. <laughs> it honestly doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, could you yeah. imagine, like, if, like, say they got to, like, state football, the announcer would be like, and here comes Rodriguez anally taking the football. <laughs> Anally, what catch? Anywho. Anally for three. <laughs> How do we even get here? And anyway, oh, uh, we're going to end the episode. That, so there's some new news about bees. Bees? 
Bees. Buzz buzz. Yeah. Bite, bite. Short and sweet. Oh, yeah, buzz bees. buzz. Buzz buzz. Working bees. So we're going to do a quick, a quick segment on bees. Sung by Joan Croce? <laughs> Taj Mahal. Oh, nice, nice. I don't have the heart to turn it off. I was going to cut it earlier, but... He's singing about bees, right? This would be a great song if you're just watching a bee on a video. Perfect. Sweet from them, a honeybee. Yeah. Baby, man, sweet on me. Them, a honeybee. My queen bee. Oh, rock me to my soul. One of the greatest Taj Mahal songs yeah. ever ever made, by the way. But anyway, news about bees. Are you guys ready? Yeah. So, oh, that wasn't the news. The news is there's a really sweet song that everybody should listen to <laughs> by Taj Mahal yeah. called "A Honeybee." Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. my honeybee news yeah. of the day. Yeah. No, there's more news. Uh, so. Uh, there's such this a thing. Your, this is your buzz feed. <laughs> this is my. <laughs> that was good. That was good. That was really good. Guys, did you like that? No, they didn't. They didn't do anything. Late reaction. It's wait, a, wait, try it one more time. It's a, say, say buzz feed again. Buzz feed. Oh, they took. Oh, okay. <laughs> they digged it. Right. They, they, they didn't get that, it the first time. That's a pity clap, though. Yeah, they no, didn't get it the first clap. time. That's all. They're not all that smart. Yeah. I'm a harder get. You're a what? Harder get. A harder get? I'm a harder get. I'm a harder get. <laughs> I'm a harder get. We'll sing that song as the outro. The harder get song. All right. Sounds good. Anyway, these Vespa soarers, they're giant hornets only found in a part of Asia. They specifically attack honey hives. Oh, no. They kill as many bees as possible, decapitating them, de- decapitating mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And then scouring the hive harvest different, for young. Different than the marauder whatever bee? Oh. Slightly different, but okay. similar. Anyway, uh, what scientists have found recently is that to protect their hives, species of honeybees have developed a defensive technique. So, n- multiple actually. So, number one. And this one's sort of interesting. I mean, they're all sort of interesting, but this one's very interesting. So honeybees will start to forage for other animals' feces and place it at the entrance to their nest to repel predators. A tactic they call fecal spotting. Similar to like when you, uh, I think I think for humans, we call that uh, track marks. <laughs> Skid marks. Skid marks. Skid marks, track marks. Well, same thing. Mm. I mean, mine turn out just like railroad tracks with little side swipes <laughs> in between and then two big lines down the side. So the dog poops in the yard, the raccoons don't come around. Yeah. Stuff like that. So fecal I spotting wish. is one thing they do. Works for us. Not for that dog. <laughs> so th- there's another technique that they call balling, where literally a cluster of honeybees will engulf a hornet and vibrate their flight muscles, their wings, wings. Mm-hmm. Uh, to produce enough heat 
that it actually kills the hornet. Oh my god! So the honeybees will form a circle around the hornet and buzz their wings so fast they actually heat the hornet up until he burns alive and dies. Holy crap. That's cool. Can you imagine them doing that to you? Oh man. Yeah, so like, the Royal Society of I Open Science. Nice and, oh, that'd be great. Today was real cold. Warm me up, bees. <laughs> yep, yep, that'd be lovely. So, yeah, the the Royal Society of Open Science has been studying them and they found an even a third technique now, which nobody knew about until recently, which is screaming. Honeybees have an anti-predator pipe. It doesn't come out of their mouth, but they also produce <laughs> Wait for it. They also produce it with their wings, but they produce what basically is a sonic scream with their wings so that they can actually form together in a big group and buzz their wings together in one big thing to scream a predator away to the point that the hornet can't stand the vibration and the noise and leaves the nest. So these honeybees have actually been... So are they like breaking the sound barrier with their wings, which is what's making it... No, no. sound. Breaking the sound barrier refers to speed specifically. That's what spiders do. Spider-Man's about to break the multiverse. No, no. Speed as in going faster than the speed of sound. To break the sound barrier, you have to go faster than it takes the sound to travel. But I'm so, saying if they flap their wings faster than the speed of sound. Mm-mm. No, you have to be going in a direction. But their wings are going in a direction. Nope. Up and Two down. directions. Nope. Up, down. Nope. Down, up, down, down. Mm-mm. That would be hard to do. Like a whip. Like a nope. whip just, a whip doesn't really like, just goes. But it yeah, makes. it's not going anywhere though. But it breaks the sound barrier. Mm, it, yeah, no, it creates good. a vacuum, and when the vacuum collapses, that creates the sound. I thought the ones that are really long ago. It's it's similar to what uh, oh, it's uh, what is it called? The shrimp mantis, I think, does a similar thing. Sure. Yeah. 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 They literally yeah, they, boring stuff, guys. Shrimp mantis <laughs> can hit faster than a bullet. Wow. And, and they create a vacuum of air that then collapses, and that collapse is what damages people. It's got to be a Dyson. Wow. Well, anyway, guys, uh, we already got our moment at Jeff that Austin did when he was supposed to do a Scotty I segment. Yeah, so with that, I think I'm going to send us out with with some some just some more Taj on bees. I like it. So, guys, bees. this has been featuring Jeff Goldblum. We love bees. you. It's been featuring me. We love you. Tyler Armstrong. Yeah. And Tyler Armstrong. And Tyler. And also our guest, Natalie. Natalie Hewitt. There we go. Natalie. It just doesn't flow Natalie. as well as you guys. You guys Austin have the best last Armstrong. name. <laughs> You'll be an Armstrong before you know it. Here we go, everybody. <laughs> promises, promises. Strap your shaker, shake a song. Oh, watching I look at them wrong. Shake a shake song. Oh, dancing down the street right now. Yeah, right down the street. He's adorable. He's a very sweet man. I've met him multiple times. I know, you told me. Oh, he's having so much fun. Honey in your honey pot you have to sing this to me. You got I want to be serenaded. Me. They my soul. Some easy to play guitar and sing. Hard. 
What's the chance I'll remember you? Very small. You didn't make an impression? He's an old man. <laughs> he meets a lot of people. Of people. <laughs> with you. I said sweeter than honey. Oh, no, it's definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Cheers, that's cheers. Won't it be a ship you see? We'll die in a hive you need to make a bee scream. Make a bee scream. Bees can suddenly scream. Mostly use their wings. Good night, everybody. Good night.